All right, welcome to here for the Health of It podcast. We appreciate everyone who's been listening and sharing and subscribing. We are officially the biggest and hottest podcast of Columbia right now. So uh, <laughs> we, couldn't, are great. we couldn't do it without any of you. Numbers are exploding. Um, and now we have some special guests here today. So we have the co-owners of Rise Pilates. A year ago, we had Brittany, and I think you were you were still long, Brittany Long back then. I was Brittany Russell. You were Brittany then. Russell I don't then. Remember. And and now you're Brittany Long. Yeah. You can, um, I, I I answer to both. But you start okay. And you started <laughs> you started alluding on that podcast to opening your own. Yes. And we said, all right, when you open your own, make it happen and then we'll have you back and we'll talk about it. We so made it happen. here we are. You guys have your own. You guys are co owners. So tell us a little bit about how your um partnership started and how how it's been in the last year or so yeah so um caitlin and i met we both taught together at a previous studio um at club pilates when i worked there and we kind of hit it off right away we realized that our husbands already knew each other which was kind of a small world moment for us um we kind of bonded over our shared passions Outside of Pilates, but but also the the tiny nitty gritty things about Pilates that we really agreed on, which was that form is more important than how many reps you do. Um, really coming from a place that everyone can do Pilates, everyone should do Pilates, um, and so from there we we started working out during the pandemic together because we were bored and couldn't motivate ourselves at home when everyone was stuck in their houses, and then um, kind of started talking that oh wow like. I would love to have a studio. Oh, wow. I would love to have a studio too. Um, and so this little tiny dream, you know, a couple of years ago was kind of grew into this giant, scary, amazing business that we now have. Caitlin, cool. do you want to add anything to that? Uh, I think you covered the biggest pieces of it. Um, we had just started becoming friends when the pandemic hit. And then this was back when you were stuck in your house. Like you literally couldn't walk outside because mm -hmm. we just didn't know anything about it. Um, so we just started working out on like Google Hangouts and then we did some FaceTime. Um, were you guys internet, like you see, so you guys were internet friends to yeah, start yeah, with. Yeah. You guys DM, I mean, did each you other. DM each other? So who <laughs> yeah. slid into whose DMs? We, we would text and be like, hey, I'm bored. Hey, I'm bored too. You want to work out? Yeah. All right. Give me half an hour. It was like our whole relationship. <laughs> just I like mean, working out. It's, that is like the basis of our relationship. Yeah. So. And then we did candy afterwards too. Which were yeah. you guys live though? Like video to video? When you're working yeah. out, yep. yeah. So you're just watching each other work out. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it was an internet. Had you, had you never met before? Just on yeah, the we, had, we had. We had known each other for a few months at that yeah. point, but but our, we really our friendship blossomed. Randy's gonna start calling me now and just. I, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you want to work out? Just. I mean, how many do, reps are you doing? Yeah. You, hey, you want to go swimming? Real well. Yeah. There was a lot of like peering at the camera and be like, Hey, Brittany, I don't think you're in neutral spine. <laughs> hey, Caitlin, you're flaring yep. your ribs. Um, yeah. So yeah, we, we offered those nice. corrections cause that's really important mm -hmm. to us is like the Pilates, the idea of like small changes can have big results. You don't have to have a huge range of motion. You can have a tiny change in how your spine is sitting um, when you're laying down or how your, your spine is laying on the floor. And that's going to impact so much more than if you try to do like 50 mm -hmm. crunches, which I hate the term crunch. Yeah. It's not a crunch. So. Yeah. So Caitlin, maybe tell us your backstory a little bit too and how you got into Pilates. Yeah. So um, in my early twenties, I started experiencing some pretty aggressive anxiety. Uh, I didn't know what was wrong with me. I thought I was having heart attacks. <laughs> I was like 22 Classic. years old. Yeah. I'm like having panic attacks. Mm -hmm. um, but a woman that I, I knew who was kind of into like different new age stuff, Reiki and and just all kinds of um, holistic care suggested Pilates. There was a woman who was teaching one Pilates class at five forty five in the morning at a yoga studio. So I started going to see her, and the the breathing was huge. And then understanding where my body was and getting familiar with the things my body did. And no, this is not a heart attack. This is a panic attack. Um, so I've been doing Pilates since two thousand seven, and knew really quickly that I wanted to teach other people. I just, I love it so much and I wanted to share it with others. Um, so I started the instructor journey back in, I think 2017 or 2018. I worked all kinds of big girl jobs, um, saving up to, to do that. And then when I started at Club Pilates, that was kind of the time when I was pulling out of full-time employment and moving into like full-time instruction. Mm -hmm. um, 
So then when the pandemic hit, lots of extra time, even with the workouts that I was doing for it. So I actually filed a business license and started KVB Pilates, which was a private Pilates studio. Um, I had a studio down at Finn by Columbia on Bull Street. And I did that for a year while we were prepping to get Rise up and running, while we had the building under construction, and while mm-hmm. we were getting all of the stuff in place to take you know, a one-on-one atmosphere and make it a lot bigger. It's it's a lot different. It's a lot more work. Um, so, yeah. That's, that's great. And, that's me. and can you just go back to your anxiety attacks a little bit? And, and if somebody's listening to it and they're 22 years old and are having them mm-hmm. 15 years down the road, what would you say to them or what's your advice to them? You're going to get through it. Um, I think the best advice is not my own. I got it from a friend of mine because I started probably um, – Around 2019, maybe 2018, I started having like a recurrence of panic attacks. I mean, it comes and goes, right? And what this, she was a colleague and what she told me was, Caitlin, anxiety is just part of who you are, just like the color of your hair or, you know, the type of uh, height, whatever your height is, like that's just who you are, right? So you need to learn how to live with it. I'm like, no, it's never going to go away and that's fine. So I just find different ways to manage it. I eat better. I work out, I recognize what my triggers are, you know, just take care of yourself. So it's with you and that's fine. I always joke that evolutionarily my fight or flight response is very high, which is why I have survived. Yeah. So it's a good thing. That's right. It's a good thing. I'm going to take it. So I try to you know spin it into like a little joke positive, but yeah, I mean, it's going to be with you and that's okay. You just have to figure out what you're thinking. I don't like talk therapy. Just, it's not super effective for me on the all the time. Pilates is super effective for me all the time. Yep. And it well, and it's interesting when you look at it differently and think some people will say I have anxiety, but sometimes it's not actually that they have anxiety. It's just that they don't exercise. Yeah. They, they, have, they have a lack of yeah. exercise right. yeah. or they'll say I have anxiety and it's really, well, no, you just have so much caffeine that your body yeah. can't function yeah. or what whatever the scenario or you're avoiding doing things that you know you should be doing mm-hmm. and it's causing anxiety in your yeah. life. Yeah, like they've never gotten like to their actual baseline of like what their healthy What's body normal. Yeah. is, yeah. you know, yep. which is a little different for everyone. So like mm-hmm. Caitlin said, Pilates worked for her. For someone else, it might be running 10 mm-hmm. miles a day, mm-hmm. but yeah. So why Pilates? Because I imagine both of you guys experimented in different workouts and different things. Why did you guys narrow it down to Pilates? And is that the primary focus at Rise? Or do you guys do other? Okay. So absolutely everything at Rise is Pilates or Pilates based um, because we do have some other class modalities. We have TRX and we have bar, but both of those are very heavy Pilates inspired Um, just because they go so well with what Pilates already is that, you know, we thought it was kind of fun and I don't like to do the exact same workout every single day. That's not, you know, my type of thing. So we, we wanted to add that variety. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, so I, I have done a lot in in the past and I did um, weightlifting was kind of like my first introduction to working out from probably like age 14, you know, freshman year of high school on. And I did that for a long time and I still like to add it in. Um, but it got to the point where, you know, you're doing, I was doing competitive weightlifting at age 14 and like, that's just a lot on the bones and yeah, you're young and you have all this energy and, and you what can, kind of competitive, like. It was just like the girls weightlifting team at my high like school. Like squats and deadlifts and stuff? Yeah. So at our meets, we would do clean and jerk and bench press. Like those were the two like competing lifts that we did. But then every day, you know, you're like in the, the weight room. Like that was your right. that was your practice for your, your What sport. were your numbers? What was your... God. I mean, I was like 30 pounds less than I weigh now. <laughs> so that also had something to do with it. I think I bench pressed like at most like 120... And that was probably, I weighed, I think like 119, I was in the 119 weight class back then. And then I think I back squatted like 180. We weren't allowed to do snatches or anything just because our coach didn't, you know, advise that or whatever. So that was kind of where I was at then. I don't know what my numbers are now because I've never, I have not maxed out since probably college. Um, But anyway. If you had to bet whether Tom could bench press 200 over or under, where would you put him? Under. mustache. Less than two hundred. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I'm, that's, no, that's probably that's the most the, mustache the most common the answer. Is, <laughs> don't be intimidated by the mustache. She answered that quickly. Most people at least look at your arms or chest. Yeah, I think she <laughs> stared right at the mustache and just made a decision. <laughs> yeah, it gives off a vibe. Unreal. No. Um. 
But I just noticed that my body was like, I was getting sore when I was way too young to, to start to feel sore in my joints. At least that's how I felt. Mm-hmm. Um, because I was doing weightlifting so constantly. And, and I still think weightlifting is amazing for a lot of reasons. Um, and so I, again, I still like to do it. I just need to spread it out and do some other things in between. Right. I tried running. I, I did the track team for a while and was like, I'm not a runner. Mm-hmm. It's not for me. My body wasn't built that way. That's all right. Like I probably wouldn't be the one running from the lions, like in caveman days, mm-hmm. but um, <laughs> what, would, what would you do? Hide here? <laughs> you, you no, like I'd spear, be like, do it. Like I'd be like the with a berry picker. I would cook the food or I'd fish. You're or gathering. What if, what if they yeah. come when in? When the lions like... show up, you just start gathering <laughs> berries. <laughs> I don't know what I would do and I'm glad I don't need to find out, but, um, yeah. So I started kind of mixing other things in and the running wasn't my favorite thing. And, you know, eventually of course I tried Pilates and that's kind of when I found that it was the perfect mixture for me with, you know, combining the strength training with really learning how to use my body properly because I had a really good weightlifting coach and he taught me how to do all those lifts with really good form. And so that's kind of how I got that like form obsession that I still have. Um, but I had never really truly learned how to use my core, if I'm being honest. Yeah. So once I learned how to really get into my core doing Pilates, my whole body changed. Um, I really noticed a difference in the way that my body looked and the way that I performed everything else, including weightlifting. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I got obsessed pretty, pretty quickly. Yeah, you could say. Cool. Yeah. What about you, Caitlin? Did you dabble in anything else? Or did you go by Katie? Caitlin. What about Kate? Caitlin. Katie's okay. cute. <laughs> I like I like my my full name. I yep. really like it. Yeah. It's a great name. Yep. name. You spell um, it with an I or a Y? Uh, both. So it's K-A-I-T-L-Y-N. Nice. Tricky. A lot of good variety there. You know, I just, my parents, when they named me, they wanted, when I wrote my name, to be above the line and below the line when I signed my name. Because it's very pretty. Interesting. Who thinks of that? That is good. An engineer. That is good. Yeah. Wow. Um, so you're no. Gonna write, you're going to write that down. <laughs> yeah. Well, and yeah. I'm writing my son's name because I think it works. Oh, okay. yeah. yeah. It does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that S is really nice too. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I don't like to work out, really. I don't. I don't enjoy it at all. I don't think of Pilates as a workout, though. It is. It 100% is. But for me and my brain, um, like when I would try to go to the gym, I would, you know, do like, whatever machines or I would do free weights, but a lot of mirror selfies. Mm-hmm. No, no, I am not good Staring at those. In the mirror. I've tried. I'm like, they're just, they look so unnatural. The like, yeah. We're done. Yes. <laughs> Randy chooses his gyms based on mirrors. Do you guys have a lot of mirrors? We, we actually don't. don't really. Because we want you you're to not, feel not gonna it. Work for <laughs> <laughs> you're working those proprioceptors. You're feeling in, it. We have two studios inside, inside rise. Yeah. And so one of our studios has an, a complete wall of mirrors. So maybe you should only come to that. Yeah, studio, that makes sense. But it's also dark yeah. in that studio, yeah. so I don't, I don't know. The other one doesn't have any. That so. should be named the classroom. Yeah, well, only oh, have, you you should, have you ever thought about selling the you name of one of your rooms? It. Yeah, I mean, for I price. mean, we'll, we'll see. Oh, anything, <laughs> anything's <business>. available. <laughs> yeah. I might be into that. Okay, so you were going to the gym. Yeah, I just didn't feel, feel like. Yeah, I, I need something to really focus my mind in on because uh, I never stop. Like mm-hmm. my brain never stops. And so with Pilates, if I don't really, because it's such a a mind-body connection, you have to really think about the movements that you're doing because there's coordination involved. There is understanding like, where is your body in space? There's a lot to really think about. When I was at the gym uh, and just working out by myself, I could get very easily distracted and I wouldn't feel like I really got out of it what I needed because I truly need that mind-body connection. So, I mean, I did stuff. I went to the gym. I had different um, like class memberships, whatever. But when I found Pilates, it's like this, this is it for me. And I mean, that's, I mean, I'm bad at math. So since 2007, so a long time. It's a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, so now, and tell us a little bit about your business too. So people, if they're listening to it, they may not know where it is. Um, hours, things like that. So what does that look like? Yeah. So we are on Millwood. And if you're a Columbia native, then um, if you remember where the old Long's Drugs was on the corner of Maple and Millwood, that's our building. Um, we have parking, which I always <laughs> like to tell people. Nice. That's, that's a huge, yeah. yeah. Oh, if yeah. I go somewhere and there's no parking, I'm like, oh, I guess maybe I shouldn't work out today. <laughs> um, so we have lots of classes. Maybe, Brittany, would you mind talking about like 
the massive variety that we have? Yeah. So like I said earlier, everything is Pilates or Pilates based. Um, We do have two like group class studios inside the building, which was also important to us because it it allowed us to offer the variety that we wanted. Um, One of them is our Pilates equipment studio. So we call it our Align Studio. It's got six maximum people in in the class at any given time, which is nice. Um, It was important to us to offer, you know, the value of personal training, but you get that group fitness atmosphere, the community of it. Um, you get the attention that you would in a personal training session, but you know it, it's not maybe quite as expensive as, as a personal trainer. Um, and so in that studio, we have the Pilates equipment. They are reformer towers. So they're big, fancy, pretty, beautiful pieces of equipment. Um, you can Google them if you've never seen them. They're kind of intimidating looking, mm-hmm. but once you get on one, you realize oh my God, this does everything. So you can get an amazing workout on a reformer. You can get an amazing stretch. We have jump board classes in that studio. So there's this piece of equipment called a jump board that connects to the reformer. Um, And you can work out laying down while jumping. So it's like this whole different, unique experience. You get cardio laying down. Yeah. Yeah. I took myself through the jump board flow I've written for this month and I was very sweaty. By the time it was over. And today I am rather sore. (laughs) Yeah. So it's really cool. There's a lot of neat stuff that you can do in that, in that room. Um, And the reformer has a moving carriage that is attached to springs. There's a lot of cool history behind it. Um, But that allows you, of course, to work with and against that tension on the Mm -hmm. springs. And there's lots of different spring tensions you can add, load. Um, You can stand on the carriage, just lots of cool stuff. Um, In the second studio we have, we call it our radiate studio. So that's our mat based Pilates studio. Um, that has three different types of mat Pilates classes in it right now, all the way from like a stretching, more of a relaxed style of mat Pilates up to like a higher intensity, we call it power Pilates. So it's kind of like hit and Pilates had a baby. Um, and then we also have that Pilates inspired bar and Pilates inspired TRX class in that back studio. And that studio does have infrared heating capacity. So some of our classes are infrared heated, some are not, um, We really, really wanted the infrared heaters because it just adds that extra level to lots of different kinds of classes, Mm -hmm. whether you're stretching or going, you know, high intensity. But also um, we have a lot of pregnant instructors (laughs) at the time. You know, I was pregnant. We were thinking through like adding these and pregnant again, um, adding these heaters. And we're like, we don't want to, you know, create a barrier for people Mm -hmm. because we want people to still be able to come to class and get the workout they want even if, you know, they're in a situation in life where they don't like the heaters. Some people just plain old don't like them and that's fine too. Yeah. Um, yeah, so big variety, yeah. lots of options, all Pilates based. Mm-hmm. And we still have that private training component mm-hmm. too. So Brittany and I both teach private instruction and we have other instructors who work with us as well. Um, and they're on a request basis, but yeah, we still do private instruction. So our goal with the studio was to make it one place because both of us have found aspects that we really enjoyed across different studios, but never everything in one place. Mm -hmm. So when we were thinking about like the building that we have, what we could do, what we want, we wanted to be able to get people who enjoy heat, people who like it not hot, people who like the equipment, people who love the mat, people who want higher intensity, people who need something a little gentler. Um, So I think we have what nine different class classes we offer mm-hmm. i think we do yeah so lots of variety wow. so you could do a different workout every single day yeah and how many different instructors do you guys have or are you guys doing a lot of it one two three five. four six five six, five yeah five we have five instructors right now including the two of us three of our instructors right now are pregnant boy. and one's a college student so <laughs> there's six students. of us yeah. yeah oh oh yeah Actually? Yeah. Um, So So we have a handful of instructors and um, we all have different styles, which is something that's important to Caitlin and I, that Mm -hmm. you can get a little bit of, you know, different variety just in the, in the instructor that you take Mm -hmm. um, because you don't have to have the exact same class every single day. Even if it's, you know, if it's a jump board class with Caitlin today and a jump board class with me tomorrow, it might be a little bit different. different. It'll have good baseline, but um, you can just mix it up a little bit. So yeah, we have a, we have a handful of instructors and they're all amazing. They're all, we require all of our instructors to be Pilates certified. So that was another thing that we thought was important, um, in opening our business that would maybe make us a little bit more unique. Mm-hmm. Um, not every, and this is fine, you know, but not every studio requires 
the same level of certification for their instructors. Um, and we just really believe in, in the, the value of that high, that high level of, um, of certification. And so our, our mm-hmm. certification is comprehensive. Um, Caitlin and I have that, that highest level of, of Pilates certification there that we could, that we could get. It's 500 hours on all the equipment that we have. Um, and as long as our, our instructors are, are Matt Pilates certified, we, you know, we're happy with that. We think yep. that's a really, so it brings a lot of value to the memberships. Mm, nice. Cool. I think the other thing I do want to point out, you know, Brittany talked about the instructors that we have and how we all have different styles. We all have very different personalities as well. Yeah. Um, which is huge because a big piece of our studio is community. Mm-hmm. So we don't care what you look like, what your fitness level is, your age, your um health status, right? We want you to find a place where you can feel comfortable to explore your strongest self, whatever that is, right? So, um, you know, like my, I like really aggressive music, right? So it's very loud. It's very aggressive. And there are some people who love that because that hypes me up and it hypes some other people up. Um, We have another- Like Eminem? Eminem is what I'm picturing. Like like Megan the Stallion and like, yeah, a lot of that. A lot, of, a lot of trap music. Um, yeah. So my favorite, I usually do playlists, but my favorite like preset playlist on Spotify is called Workout Twerkout. It's <laughs> okay. great. Nice. It's great. But it is it is explicit and that's not for everybody, right? But Justin, is there a lot of Justin Bieber on there? No. That's more Britney. <laughs> Britney, that's Britney plays she, Justin no. Bieber. Yeah, well, no. Britney's more like 90s boy band, mm-hmm. but with some other stuff too, right? Mm-hmm. But so there's like variety, but the idea is you can find an instructor who resonates with you both in their style of workout, but also in their personality. Not everybody, I talk the entire time because I love to educate. Plus I feel really awkward if I'm just staring at you work out. So I'm like, oh, here's what you should be feeling in your body and you know, whatever. Um, And there are some people who don't like that. And so they can go to one of our other instructors who's a little bit more, like just a little quieter Mm -hmm. and they like that. Get away with more. Absolutely. Perhaps. But it's just, it's nice to have that variety. So I'm, I'm so, I feel very fortunate to have the community, not just the clients that, that we've gotten and the business partners that we have, everybody like that, but our instructor, our instructor base as well. Which um, instructor is the most like handsy that would correct form? <laughs> Randy's a big, like, he likes to be. To I don't know about being correct. Where handsy, would you even yeah. start? <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm the opposite. I like when people just kind of stay back and I can get away with a lot. <laughs> I don't. Well, actually, that is accurate. I like to be corrected if I'm yeah. doing it wrong. I do appreciate your hips that. in the right position. Like when you get, yeah. when you're at the end of the day, you get there at the end of the hour and you're like, wait, I did the whole thing wrong that. and everybody was sitting there like, <laughs> yeah, yeah that, you're that doing that bad. real weird. <laughs> well, what if you guys, or do you have a handsy? Did, I, I mean, I, I think we have we're like, like a handsy one. Handsy. I think so. Um, yeah. Not handsy. Not I like, think we're all still like very cautious. You have to ask. <laughs> everyone likes being word. touched. Right? May I touch you? Yeah. Because remember, like handsy. we're looking at pelvises, which can be an, a, yeah. an intimate area, right? So. We're I've, I've actually like, never had someone tell, I do ask though, like, do you mind if I touch and they're you? Always, yeah. Everyone has always been like, please, you know, I mean, like, they're coming me. there for a reason, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, but if someone said no, of course, you know, that's fine too. If they say no, then we can demonstrate on our own body. Yeah. Like, oh, look at this shape. But I think all of us are very, because again, the instructors that we have and the clientele that we attract wants to be corrected because they want to mm-hmm. do it right. You know, we're firm believers that you can get more out of three reps that are done correctly than 30 reps that are done incorrectly. And you're not going to hurt yourself if you're doing it right. So all of our instructors are very good about corrections. And that's the nice thing about having only six people in the equipment classes and then a max of 10 in the mat classes, because we can actually see what's happening and provide that individual attention. Mm -hmm. What are good um, measurements on improvement, I guess? Is it flexibility? Is it like I know in the gym where you'd be like, oh, I used to bench right two hundred, now three hundred, right? Uh, totally, <laughs> you're me, totally. Um, but in the, in the Pilates world, <laughs> um, what do you got? How do you do that? Like, is there are there are there uh, starting points where you kind of measure yeah. somebody and then they can mm-hmm. see in a month, two months? Absolutely, and I think I think there are multiple in Pilates. Mm-hmm. I think it's not just like the weight, you know. Um, for me, at least the things that I look for the most are um, form, 
flexibility can absolutely be one because there's so much like lengthening and stretching and stuff that you can get out of, out of the stretch session of any Pilates class. So, um, that's absolutely going to happen naturally with, with taking Pilates. Um, but with form, like a, a good one that I always talk about is like just your good old fashioned plank. And you can do planks in so many different ways in Pilates and on the equipment and, you know, it moves and it's just really crazy, amazing, um, planks, effective planks. But when someone has poor form in a plank, it's not that they're not trying, right? It's just maybe they're not connected to the right spot in their body. And so our big muscle groups are strong, usually on most people, right? you got shoulders and thighs and all this good stuff. Um, but we really need to engage that core and, and kind of lock it all in, knit those ribs together in a good plank or else that low back sways towards the floor, that belly sways towards the floor. You're going to put way too much you know, pressure on your spine, as you guys probably care a lot about. Um, And so that's what I'm looking for in a plank. And so as someone gets stronger through more and more Pilates, you really start to notice that kind of, Mm -hmm. you know, sink up into the right position. And so I just think planks are one of the most amazing things to watch people get better at because it really is an indicator of, because a plank is truly like a full body experience. Um, So that's a huge one for me. I think for an individual, their recognition of their ability to self-correct Mm-hmm. So, you know, in Pilates, one of the, the things we talk about in every single class is the neutral pelvis and the neutral spine. And so it's the natural position that your spine should be in and your pelvis should be in. And in today's society, most of us are not in. And again, speaking to the choir, right. you guys know, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. Like, you, you know what that's like. Um, so when we have a client who comes in and they're laying on their back in a supine position and we're telling them about neutral pelvis and neutral spine and you should have a small curve in your low back, mm-hmm. just enough that you could slide your fingertips under. We're talking about the spine, not the flesh, but they're mushing their back into the mat because that's what they think is correct, right? So we work with them to correct that. And then when we're in a class and we say, remember the neutral pelvis and the neutral spine and a client self-corrects immediately, I always like to point that out to be like, yeah. do you know what you just did? Mm-hmm. Like, so that they can start to recognize the way it feels in their body. Right. Um, so like that's one. And then of course, Brittany mentioned the springs on the equipment. There are different weights on those springs. Right. So like an immediate thing is like, oh, I'm doing this arm stuff mm-hmm. and I could take more weight. Or I'm doing this ab stuff and I can lessen the weight because I don't need as much help. So there's definitely stuff like that um, that you'll start to see the changes in yourself and that yeah. we can recognize as well. And that's another note about like the springs on the equipment is really fascinating about reformers is that everyone always thinks adding more weight means it's harder, right? So that's how I'm getting stronger. But with different moves in Pilates and different exercises on the equipment, the weight, the spring tension does different things, right? So in like an arm series with arms and straps, adding more spring tension, yes, is going to make it quote unquote harder, right? right? It's heavier weight, which means your body has to have better form. You have to be stronger to be able to perform it correctly. But with bridges, for example, you're doing the weight or you're doing the bridges and you're trying not to let that carriage move out. Um, and so the less springs you have on there, that means the less assistance you have yeah. and your hamstrings and your glutes have to work a hell of a lot harder yep. to keep that carriage closed. So I just think that's super cool about it. Pilates because it you truly can never like outsmart the system. Mm-hmm. Um, it can always be harder. Yeah. That Well, yeah. And kind of to his point, like most workouts when you grow up going to the gym, it's how much weight did you lift? Right. Or then you go running and it's how fast did you run? Yeah. And there's this like competitive thing where... Tom's benching 150 <laughs> and I'm benching <laughs> 250. <laughs> uh, but in Pilates, it w- like we wouldn't go and then afterward be like, you, yeah. have, uh, you have good form 20% of the time. I had it 35. You know what I mean? There's yeah. not like a yeah. benchmark to go for. So I'm curious if there's anyone in the space moving toward a. Like how long you could hold a plank. Yeah, maybe oh, in God. perfect form yeah. or there's something that you're competitive against yourself and competitive yeah. against other people. Yeah. I mean, just for me, like bridges are really hard for me because my hamstrings are not the strongest part of my body. And so that's something I compete against myself all the time. I'm like, okay. And every day is different. Right. Um, and I think people have a hard time accepting that sometimes with their own bodies. Um, but I might go in, you know, tomorrow and do a bridge series with Caitlin and she always worked me really hard in bridges and maybe there's light springs on there, which means less assistance for me, which means my body has to work harder and I get a hamstring cramp immediately. Right. But, you know, a week or two from now, if I really continue practicing that, if, if, you know, I practice more and more and all of a sudden I don't get those hamstring cramps right away, that's to me, that's a huge indicator in my own body. So that's another fun thing about Pilates is 
depending on the springs and depending on the exercise, my body is going to move and work a lot differently than mm -hmm. my neighbors is mm -hmm. going to on the reformer next to me. So I think the, the biggest competition. So Pilates is such a, a an individual right. exercise, but when you do it with a group, then it helps you to like, you just have that camaraderie. Like, Oh my God, this is hard for all of us. Right. Like I hate bridges. Like I hate planks. We can do this. Right. But the thing that I find the most powerful is when a client comes in at the beginning of a class and says, my low back pain's gone. Like mm -hmm. <laughs> That means your core is getting stronger mm -hmm. because we, we do talk about these classes. It's not just about how heavy of a weight you can lift in the class. It's not just about how long you can hold the bridge in the class. It's about functional movement when you get outside of this room. Uh, you know, you don't want to put all your hopes and dreams on an individual, right? So Joe Pilates was a human and and I'm sure he had lots of negative qualities, but- Was his of, last name really Pilates? It was. Yeah. Okay. It used to be called Contrology, which is a terrible name. So people renamed it Pilates. His name was really Joe Pilates? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, I always thought it was made up. Okay. No. On. So Pilates is, is a, that was his last name. He was yeah. a German guy. Um, <laughs> but one thing he talked about was, you know, better bodies for life and, and functional movement. He was 85 when he passed and he passed because of some smoke inhalation or, or smoking. Um, but his body looked better at 85 than it did at 50. So, you know, most times we expect people to start shrinking or start like, you know, muscle tone, obviously you're 85, it's going to change, but he was still very fit. I had an instructor who in her fifties went to an annual uh, physical and said that she'd grown a quarter of an inch and she attributed that to the lengthening of Pilates. Yeah. So it's not just about how hard you can wreck yourself in a class. It's about when you come in for class and you're like, yeah, I slept great last night, or my body doesn't hurt, or, oh yeah, my hip, uh, hip flexor started to hurt. So right. I got up and did like one of the stretches that you showed us, and then I went back to work, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, that's mm -hmm. good. Yeah. So from a business standpoint, um, well, how long have you guys been open? When March. did it open? Yeah, March 1st. March I mean, 1st? Just months at this point. Okay. Mm -hmm. How, what have you guys noticed with just your work and hours? Was it everything you guys dreamed of? Or do you, if you found that you're just working your butts off and- I, give us that. I think it's give a the mixture perspective for me. Give the people perspective. Yeah. <laughs> well, from our our the tiny little bit dream. of experience, mm. yeah. Um, for me, it was I think a mixture of those two things, but it has made me happier than the, the alternative, right? Yeah. Um, I used to I used to love my my full time job, but I think this sounds so stupid and cliche, but like actually truly working for something that we really dreamed of mm -hmm. for so long yeah. um, has been really rewarding. And it's, yeah. that's not to say it's not hard or scary or stressful because it absolutely is. Um, because, you know, you're fighting to, to make this little tiny small business successful in a local community where, you know, we're obviously not a franchise. And so people don't know who we are. And so sure. They might be a little hesitant to, you know, come in and, and and try us out or buy a membership right away. Mm -hmm. So that, of course, that's scary and that's stressful. But um, but now that you're on Columbia's largest, hottest yeah, podcast. Yeah, I mean, I expect a point. huge influx I mean, within yeah. the next two days. Guys, yeah. I'm just making sure you guys are ready for the work. <laughs> we may have to hire some more people. I don't know. Um, but it's been super rewarding and, and it's fun um, because I can be in like my bathrobe and be working um, sitting on my couch and I get like a ton of stuff done. Yeah. No one's bothering me or anything. No one's like popping their head into my office. Mm -hmm. Like it used to be with mm -hmm. full-time job. So I think it's been a great mixture for me. Yeah. I think it's the clothes for me. It's the fact that I don't have to wear real pants anymore. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Stretchy outfits always. It's amazing. Yeah. No, it, it is. Um, I don't think anyone can ever be fully prepared when they open their own business for right. what it's going to be like. Cause it's just so many unknowns. Mm -hmm. Right. And every day, you know, Brittany and I will talk, which I think that's been the biggest surprise for me is that we talk every day. Oh yeah. I just don't think we thought that that would happen. Surprise. I'm you in your life now. It's, I mean, it's fine, but like I got a text from her at 10 30 last night where she just like asking some philosophical sales questions. I'm like, Oh no. But so there's so much that, that we, we don't know. And so like, we'll talk every day and we're like, well, let's just try this. Let's try that. And the cool thing is, is we say, well, what do we think? How we think it's going to work? It's our business. Let's just try it right. because we can. Um, but it's it. Brittany hit it on the head. It's really rewarding. Sure. It's really rewarding to do what we love and then to be able to share what we love 
with other people and get them to love it. So we feel very lucky. It is scary. It's not easy. But it's worth it. Yeah, it's definitely worth it. I well, and I love the idea of a locally owned business. It's not owned by some yeah. corporate place in New yeah. York or yeah. right. Florida or wherever. It's yeah. actually owned by the people who are running it. So you mm-hmm. care about it, you change it. Um, and I'm I'm curious from a partnership perspective, have you guys had any hit like knockdown fights, yes. screaming at each other, meltdown, oh, crying? Apparently we have. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> so that basically she never did tell us. No, did I miss that? No, we, um, I think, not that that wouldn't be normal probably in, in lots of small businesses. And who knows? We probably got one coming. But um, I don't, Caitlin and I are opposite in all the best ways. And Glad you we're, think that. That's good. We're the same in, in really good ways too. Um, we have a friend who's an astrologer, astrologist. I don't know the word. And she, um, if, if you like that kind of thing, it's kind of like woo woo and fun. And and she said, she's like, wow, you guys really are like yin and yang, like mm-hmm. your personalities. Um, and a lot of the ways that, you know, I may lack Caitlin is really strong in and vice versa. Mm-hmm. And so I think we've, and I think we paid a lot of attention to that before we decided to go into business with each yeah. other. Mm-hmm. We had a lot of conversations about things like that. Um, we did a lot of, of groundwork and we did a lot of learning about each other. Mm-hmm. Um, so, no, I mean, I, there are absolutely things we disagree on often. Yeah. Um, and I think we just have kind of learned what's important to each other and what's not really that important to each other. Like things I'm not willing to die on a hill for and things I am. Mm-hmm. Um, and the same goes for her in different ways. And so, no, I mean, we don't yeah. argue. We just do. I think we do a really good job of. Yeah, you know, we figured out our marriage basically. Yeah, I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't think we're very like arguey people. That too. Um, as as far as, like knockdown drag out, right? We we've probably had some intense discussions before, but they, they're always discussions, and then ultimately, it, like one of us will say, I, "I don't really care enough about this to keep like arguing about it." So, if since you seem to care about it, let's let's do that. And we're also both very like I don't know, like low key respectful that's the key we're, we're yeah. respectful people and so when i say i don't care enough about this to keep arguing Brittany doesn't interpret that as caitlin doesn't care about me she understands that it's oh yeah caitlin doesn't want to fight with me on this because i care mm-hmm. about it yeah she right? genuinely doesn't care so yeah. great like I, can you, do you have any nice. examples I think like maybe some social media type stuff. Oh yeah, I don't care about that. Go nuts. Um, like uh, yeah, like that. We uh, that's like the of, logo. How did you guys decide on the logo? We had a branding company. Uh, yeah. You're building and logo. Local company oh, kickstand. Amazing. If anyone has any branding, did they? Needs, who they did the paint? The, there's a mural. On that was side. also kickstand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, they designed or was it. Sinorama that actually painted it. No, it was kickstand's people. Okay. Yes, yeah, Sinorama did the actual um, like fabrication of the big mm-hmm. signs outside. So yeah. they worked together, those two companies. Both are amazing. Um, but yeah, like that's kind of also how we delineated who's like kind of the point person mm-hmm. for a lot of the tasks within our business is we had a lot of deep conversations and long conversations and realized, oh, like Caitlin doesn't give a crap about this. So I'm going to take that one because mm-hmm. I care a little bit more mm-hmm. and vice versa. So, um, yeah, that's, that's really the only difference is like mm-hmm. with social media. I think like we've had some conversations where Caitlin will, <laughs> I want so badly to, you know, like we're, I think we're great partners. And so I'm, I'm really want to, you know, please her in the work that I'm doing on my side of things. And maybe I'll like ask her a bunch of questions and she eventually is like, Brittany, I, d- I just don't care. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> but then because I know that she wants to please me, I do try to like constantly tell her, man, this looks really good because it does. The social media looks amazing and I couldn't do that. It's just, that is not my skill set, right? But it's hers. And so I try to always praise her for how good it is so that she knows I care about mm-hmm. it. Right. Team. But not enough to like, talk about yeah unless she needs me to and then she's been really good like that's another piece where i need you on this Mm -hmm. you know like i don't know what the answer is what do you think it is i know you don't really care about this but i I need some help making a decision um so yeah communication is like the. are you guys both from here no neither that's the other either yeah tell us about that you're from i'm from florida florida Mm -hmm. yep tennessee tennessee Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm So it formed a triangle where you guys met. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And actually, yeah. I guess of the of the, of the quad. <laughs> so is a, well, I'm just get pulled some astrology and yeah. stars. Oh, and smart. <laughs> yeah. Yes. 
Yeah, I think that was it. Like we wanted to build the community that we wanted to see. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And so you talk about the local aspect, mm-hmm. you know, building a small business, working with other small businesses, um, just really trying to to make Columbia's, it's, it's growing on me. I was not <laughs> thrilled to move here, candidly, when I did. Um, but it definitely, like the people here can't be beat. Yeah. And so we want to serve those people. Well, what brought you here? Work. Corporate work. Corporate? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you want to give them a shout out or no? Oh, yeah. They're a great place to work. Just I'm not built for corporate. It was Colonial Life. Colonial Life. Yeah. My husband still works there. They've been great. Um, that company's been great to our family. Lots of opportunities. Um, working there helped me save money to do this, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, just sitting at a desk. Yeah. That is just not. I'm so grateful for the people who can do it, like my husband. Um, I can't do it. It's yeah. not. Yeah. I can't do it. I'm struggling to sit here just right now. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so, needs like a fidget spinner. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so if if someone's sitting here and they're like, all right, I want to try this out, mm-hmm. or they have no clue. Like at, at one point, I think when I first talked to you, Brady, last year, I didn't even know what Pilates yeah. meant. Same as these. So I'm walk, glad we've taught you something. Yeah. So we might, we're learning. Walk, walk them through what it would look like if they wanted to try it out and see if this is something that they wanted to do. Yeah. So at Rise specifically, we definitely encourage, you know, anyone and everyone to try it. See if you like it. Maybe our studio is different than one you've been to in the past. So that's another good reason. Even if, you know, you maybe mm-hmm. haven't had the best experience, come and try it out. Um, we like to tell people too, like that we want to support this community in other ways and, and we want to support other businesses. So if you come and try us out and we're not the perfect for, fit for you, that's okay too. And, and we'll mm-hmm. lead you in the direction of another studio around town. We think is great. Yeah. Um, but we, if someone wanted to come and try us out, we have drop-in classes. Any of our classes can be dropped into. You just have to book it online. Um, so Which, come, and what would this, what would the website be? So it's risecolasc.com. Okay. And then there's a little tab that says our classes and you can look through our schedule from day to day, mm-hmm. click the class that you want to come to. And Does come. it matter which one they sign up for though? If they're a beginner? No. Okay. Nope. Everything we have on our schedule right now is level one. There will be level twos added um, eventually. And those just wouldn't be yeah. available for someone to just book as a drop-in. Um, but all of our level ones, all of our class types, um, anyone could drop in, try it out, whether it's a map-based class, a TRX class, a reformer class, mm-hmm. whatever. Um, that's a great place to start. And it's an hour long hour long okay. all of our classes include um like good stretching at the end um our radiate studio classes that's that mat based studio that has the heaters sometimes not heated um those have a really nice like meditation rest relaxation whatever you want to call it whatever it means to you at the end for a few minutes and a nice cool towel with some essential oils mm-hmm. um so that you get that built into that class too for an extra few nice. minutes there um but yes in an hour you're you're in and out of our studio. Yeah. yeah. And grip socks, do they have to have those special socks? Yes. Yeah. So in our Pilates equipment studios, those reformer towers, our line studio, we do require grip socks just for the client's safety because yeah. you're moving around on that equipment a lot and the equipment is mobile itself. Um, in our mat-based studio, that radiate studio, they're totally optional. So you can do grip socks or bare feet. We have grip socks in the studio if people need to buy a pair, but mm-hmm. um, they're comfy. They're just like regular socks. It just helps you, you know, not fall off the Good. equipment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. Do you have any, you guys have merch? Like, we oh, do. Yeah. Oh, tell me a little bit about it. What do you got? You know, it's, we're real basic right now. We got to feel out our don't, clientele. Don't put it down, man. It's great. We got clothes. Um, so we have hats, t-shirts, tank tops. We've got some crop sweaters. They're like the softest sweaters that we've ever felt. Mm-hmm. Um, really cute. They're on sale right now, actually, since it's about to be summer. Um, yeah, so we're really excited about it. We're trying to figure out from our clientele what they want outside mm-hmm. of clothing merch, like branded rise stuff. So if anyone has any bright ideas, you know, like what other things could we carry in the studio? Mm-hmm. Mats, you know, we have the grip socks there already. Mm-hmm. Do you um, have male tank tops? Male tanks? We, we don't have any bro we tanks have, right we now. We have t-shirts. We have We've got unisex t-shirts. shirts. R- yes. What about sweat bands, like wrist yeah, guards like, like headbands? Yeah, like head, <laughs> headbands. Yeah. yeah. Actually, I mean, you do get pretty sweaty, so that's not a bad idea. Yep. Yeah, maybe for the right client. It sounds like you guys might be the right (laughs) client. (laughs) (laughs) We talked about, remember our billion-dollar idea Mm -hmm. on uh, Pilates pants? Yes. Because there's yoga pants. Yeah. But there's no Pilates pants. We got to market it to the man. They'd be grippy. What would the grippy? Yeah, they have like would, grippy butts. Grippy butts. Yeah, <laughs> grippy butts. Grippy and knees. it might be like a, a full onesie type thing okay. that has grips on the like on the bottom. So you don't have to have huh. socks and shorts. One you just outfit. Put one whole thing on. Don't now, have to I could think. see like 
Pilates pants that had padding like on the hips when you lay oh, on your belly and it kind of yep. can hurt your hips. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You just okay. throw us a little percentage once you guys get <laughs> yeah. that uh, okay. rolling. We'll, That's work, on that. we'll um, work on that. Have you guys since March seen anybody that has gym moves? We just came across this recently. One of our staff members told us. So she'll go to the gym mm-hmm. and she thinks of her outfit. So she has like a heavy, a bigger uh, sweatshirt. Okay. And then at a certain point during her workout, she has a move where she takes it off and then thinks about like what's underneath it so that she knows what she's going to be. Have you guys seen any gym moves? I, I don't. Or do you know about gym moves? I don't I, know I've about I've never them. heard of this. Really? This is a phenomenon. Yeah. Well, you, I mean, you got to start working on gym moves. Every, I gym thought, yeah. Moves. Gym moves. Like for, like if I'm going to go squat really, really yeah. heavy, I'll normally have my socks like down on my ankles. Uh-huh, I'll yeah. pull them way up into my yeah, calves. Yeah, like you need to prepare. Like a prep. Yeah, then move. people know that I'm ready there, to lift There heavy. is a lot of yeah. like pants pulling, I will say. Well, I mean, yes, we do. There's a <laughs> lot a of, a lot of core work in Pilates, right? So your pants do, maybe that's part of the Pilates pants invention. So maybe they're like. It's like a waist. Suspenders. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I'd say that's that's like my classic. I want you just to keep an eye on it because you might be surprised. I bet there's a lot of your people that are doing gym moves. Okay. Uh, Like even taking a hat off at a certain time where it's like they're not that sweaty, but they're they're like this is um, 15 minutes in and now is when I take my hat off. Okay. Okay. Or turn it backwards. We're going to pay attention to it. A lot of little things, little details. Or even as an instructor, I would think you could, if you had like a – Oh, some sort of a sweater over top. Yep. Yeah. And then when it got into the serious part of the yeah. class, so song like, it comes right, off. Guys, we're getting to that ab series of five. You're yes. about to start sweating. And like, then it's where? cool down time and they see you start to go grab it. <laughs> so they know it's on. almost the <laughs> end. <laughs> Take gloves yeah. off. Put my sweatbands on. I have yeah. to put my hair up better when we get into a heavy one. So yeah, okay. Oh, that's your now, see, I guarantee you. You guys are going to have moves. This is going to elevate your class. This is going to make your class rise. See what I did? Oh, good job. All right, I got another one. What is your personal strongest muscle? We'll start with Caitlin. Oh, man. Can I pick two? Yeah. Yep. Okay, good. Um, like muscle, so legs are strong, right? But I'm going to go like strong uh, hams, quads, glutes, like that general area. Mm-hmm. And then I actually... Well, wait, that's three. I, she's so, and she's going more. He, 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 he said one, Everything then he gave you two, together. and you started with three. <laughs> so, you know, when you think about Pilates, proud, it's about okay. balance, yeah. right? And so you never want to rely too much right. on one muscle. Yep. And technically the core is multiple muscles too. Okay, so okay. one area, I guess. Yeah, so you're just I'll, saying your entire body. <laughs> yeah, if I had to fix something, yes. I would just choose every start with biceps, a triceps, softness quads. on top of it. But there's a lot of strength, in the, mm-hmm. and I think that's what's so cool about um, about Pilates. But I'll say, um, did I just pull this out? No, we're good. Um, I'll say my legs. Okay. So like glutes, glutes are pretty strong. I can okay. I can squat and okay. lunge. Yep. Yep. I would say either my shoulders or my core. Yeah. yeah. Shoulders, really? She's got you know, a like, upper body. You know, everyone's body obviously is a little bit different. And like you, if you get a little bit out of shape or like right now I haven't been able to work out during my pregnancy. And so I know like when I get back into working out, it's going to be, you know, a process. But, yep. you know, everyone's body, there's like one muscle group that gets back in shape way faster than yeah. the rest mm-hmm. of your body. Yep. And like for me, it's my shoulders for some just reason. Get like, cut. yeah, yeah, I just uh, dealt. Yeah. yeah, totally. But yeah, so I think like my arms and shoulders yeah. are probably the strongest on my body. And like that, the arm series, like with arms and straps on the reformer, I just think it's like she's got really strong arms. Just the best like arm series that you could possibly do. You guys have got to. You're try. for sure looking in the mirror during that, right? <laughs> we don't yeah, have. Oh, not that one. That's right. That's right. But I, I do tell my clients like if you can see yourself like in the reflection on the window, <laughs> like you should really check out your arms right now because they look really <laughs> good. Now, what if you had to bring your own mirror day? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Full length mirrors only. <laughs> just one of those at the hairdresser right in front of you. Just, you keep one in your car just in case. Hold it between your feet so you can see it. Uh, so I'm curious if you've ever had a person whose glutes were so strong, you said you don't need to do this part of it. Skip glutes. No. Because we had, why, we had this before. Too. We had a scenario where we were doing a challenge and it was a... It was a, how did it work? It was was a squat challenge. Yeah, it was, well, squats, it was push-ups. It it was like four exercises as a team. We were just like, let's do this for the month. Yeah. And like squats was one of them. Okay. And and it it turned in, we got one of the objections that we got was 
my glutes are already so perfect they can't get better so i'm gonna i'm gonna do a different exercise instead did one of you say that Dead about serious. Yourself? Well, no, no it wasn't no. us okay. now it sounds like something i would <laughs> yeah. say but but we would be joking because i don't know if that's actually <laughs> a possible thing but i that i thought maybe i would ask you and see if that you've ever seen that i haven't mm -hmm. actually but now i want to see those glutes and it was you know? dead serious it was incredible yeah <laughs> and he didn't do squats. It was a male. It did not do the squats. Chose like sit-ups or something else. It was, it was wild. I would pay to see uh, the backside of that person. Right. Yeah. yeah that's interesting. Yeah. And it made us all kind of, yeah, we like had to stop and look like, are they that great? <laughs> like, what, what is he talking about? <laughs> no. <laughs> Never seen that. Okay. Uh, what about your husband's strongest muscles? Oh, gosh. Mm. If I could get my husband to do Pilates more, that would be really cool. What's his um, regimen right now? He's more of like go to the gym and lift weights. But like Caitlin was saying, and I mean like any gym that I've ever been in, people do a whole lot of working out and then sitting on the bench and scrolling their phone yep. for five minutes <laughs> and then doing another set. And then so I'm sure that that's happening quite a bit. Um, I think he's probably upper body because like most men, he doesn't do like day enough. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I think he's like a shoulder. Wait, why did guy. you look at me like that? <laughs> she she <laughs> looked at me at and you. winked. Just directly <laughs> at you. There's yeah. video evidence. I did not <laughs> wink at you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, he's, I think he's upper body dominant. Yeah. What about you? I mean, Ethan's pretty, Good balance. Like, yeah, all over. But his calves. Great looks, overall Caitlin, body. Yeah. He's great. The whole body. I'm the sorry, guys. Body. You're not going to get me saying anything <laughs> negative about him. He's great. His calves are ridiculous, though. His nice, calves. Real nice like calves. His, his shin bone. Like, if I accidentally kick him in the night and hit his shin, I have a bruise. Because his sh like Razors. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you accidentally kick him. Well, so, I mean, you're a, just so lean? Like, oh, that's yes. Amazing. Like, ridiculous. What does he do for calves? Well, he, he golfs, so he walks oh, constantly, yeah. mm -hmm. yep. like constant. But he also he works out five days a week. Yep. Um, so, I, will, and he runs. I will say, like from a not biased perspective, like mm -hmm. he's not my husband. Ethan's body is like very even. Yeah, it's very uniform. <laughs> it looks evenly yeah. distributed. Yeah. If I were to describe you, you have a very even body. <laughs> I don't. I'm still hung up on you kicking him that hard enough in the middle of the night. That just drives me. I mean, I've had it with like a two year old or a three year old where you're like getting kicked all night long. That, that is what it's like to sleep with me. When I was a child, I would always get my own bed. Like if we, I have two sisters, my sisters would share a bed. I'd always get my own because I I move constantly. That was strategic. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Especially as I got older and I realized like if I pretend like I'm gonna kick them. Yeah, bed. stay on yeah. his side of bed. That's right. Get over. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, all right. So then any, and I'm curious too, I, I like to ask like if there's anything specific about Columbia that you really like or that you would change. I mean, you both moved here from somewhere else. Yeah. So what are your favorite things about it? And then what would you change about it? Oh, gosh. I, I really have, I like the growth it's gone through since mm -hmm. I moved here. I moved here in 2013 and it's just grown exponentially mm -hmm. in all the best ways, I yeah. think. Mm -hmm. um, crazy amount of, you know, newer local businesses that mm -hmm. I think are awesome that really span kind of all interests. Um, so I have to give Columbia a big pat on the back for that one. Um, if I could change anything, I don't know, I'd probably just speed up some of the growth. I'd probably speed up like the Bull Street, Bull Street development because mm -hmm. yeah. I, I think like a whole 20-year development, like they should have marketed that th differently. Mm -hmm. Um, but I am pumped up about it. Like I think it's going to be know, great. Yeah. The baseball, the Segra park is amazing in there. Um, yeah, that's, that was like super specific, but that thing just really grinds my gears when I drive yeah. by it. I'm like, yep. oh, I street. want that to be done. Now. Right. Yeah. It's funny that you say that because the fireflies is my favorite thing. About yeah. Columbia. It's so right. fun. I love minor league bowl. Mm -hmm. I love it. Yeah. I don't mm -hmm. really care about baseball, but minor league ball is so much fun because there's always something happening and snacks. Well, snacks. Sure. Snacks. But it was star Wars night on Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> That was very fun. Yeah. That was a great very thing to fun. do. It's a fun dress, part of Columbia. Did you dress up? Oh, I, no, I did not. No. But the games that they did, like they did the Kessel Run instead of the Sack Race. Oh. Called it the Kessel Run. It was just real cute. It was great. I loved it. Um, so the Fireflies is my favorite thing. And then I, the thing I would change, might be controversial, I wish that the city did more to support small businesses because um, we do seem in this 
local government or the chamber or, or whatever combination of that seems very focused on bringing in large mm-hmm. companies, franchises. And I understand there's a place for that. Um, but the same rules that apply to a huge business are very, they very negatively impact a small business. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we have to carry some additional insurance, which for a small business is uh, costly. Mm-hmm. And it was a lot of work to make it happen um, because of something that a large franchise that I think is no longer even in business did back in the 80s. Mm-hmm. Right. And so the rule says that anybody who has one member mm-hmm. has to have this additional insurance. So that kind of stuff is not really practical for a small business. Um, so, yeah, I just wish there was a little bit more support from the city and from the local government for small businesses and helping us yep. get going. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, which and, I think comes out naturally with like such fast growth in Colombia. I get that you know they have to concentrate on those like big, mm-hmm. bigger things that cause the city yeah. to grow and have the the money to be able to expand. But yeah, it's it's a fine balance. Mm-hmm. And then any any businesses and ideally small businesses that you guys know about that we should have on here highlight. <gasps> yeah, well, one of our favorite things about our business is that we um, made it a priority to mm-hmm. partner with other local small businesses mm-hmm. so that we could help each other. Right. So we send our clients to them. They send their clients to us. Um, and we have some kind of reciprocal like offer that we, yeah. that we offer uh, the community. So like one of them, for example, is the femme by Columbia business that Caitlin mentioned. She used to have her private studio out of it. It's on Richland street downtown. It's this amazing co-working social space. She's got amazing food, a little kitchen in there. She's got a full bar. Um, and so, you know, we kind of have this agreement with her, you know, she sends her clients to us. We send our clients to her and we just really want to help grow businesses like that. Mm-hmm. Good people doing good things that help this community be so unique. Um, I don't know any other business like that. So yeah. I think somewhere like that would be amazing. I, I mean, we I have- heard Columbia, you guys partner with Columbia Family Chiropractic. You know, I heard that too. Yeah, we're super pumped about it. Um, Caitlin and I, of course, you know, both are patients Patients, here. So we were like, got to include those people. Yeah, um, lots of cool stuff like that. Tasty as fit. Um, We have an agreement with her and she uh, kindly offered 10% off of smoothies and acai bowls for all of our clients. And it's walking distance from Rise. So that's kind of a fun partnership. Um, Azalea Coffee Bar. So um, a girl named Brittany is the owner of that. And it is just the funnest little beautiful coffee shop on Divine Street. Um, all of our members get 15% off when they go to Azalea and grab mm-hmm. coffee. So is that, I don't, I don't know that. Have you been to that one? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's on the corner. It's awesome. Like yep. Next yeah. to yeah. the brewery or. Yeah. Craft craft. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. lovely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Really cool. Okay. Nice. Great. Yeah. Good. So maybe then just kind of, it, do you have another question? I was just going to say, uh, I mean, it's, I know it's early, but what, are there any next steps or vision or big things that you guys have in the works over the next five, 10 years? Oh God, you're terrifying <laughs> me with that question. Yeah. Uh, grow exponentially. Um, we would love to, I mean, it, it's always fun to work yourself into a good problem, right? Mm-hmm. So I would love to grow to the point where we're like, how do we sustain this in this one building? Now, I don't know. I don't know what we want in five or 10 years. Who knows? Right. right. I don't, I don't, I don't want to throw all my eggs into one basket, but that would be a really cool thing to see happen and um, to see people try Pilates and and the Pilates that we offer and learn it, you know, mm-hmm. love it, throw it into their other exercise regimens, whether they do Pilates every day or just, you know, mm-hmm. once or twice a week, I think would be really cool to see us grow out of our building. Yeah. I think uh, another like phase two is teacher training. Mm-hmm. So um, helping other yeah that's less than five years yeah Yeah. well i hope so we'll see um but yeah so helping other um people who are interested in pilates go on that journey it's it's not cheap Mm -mm. um and then it's also not convenient when i started my training i was in um Asheville, north carolina Mm -hmm. which is drivable but then i'd have to get like an airbnb to stay overnight because it was a, a long weekend yada yada whatever um, and then when I came back here, I didn't have anywhere to practice teach, right? right. Um, there are other programs in this town that are available, but um, maybe they're cost prohibitive because they're comprehensive or, or whatever. So just being able to 
assist with that, helping instructors or helping clients become instructors um, and just being a place where maybe we can partner with other uh, small businesses in town to host teacher trainings, mm-hmm. continuing ed, right? Because mm-hmm. um, there's a national certification program for Pilates instructors and you're required to do continuing education with that. So can we host events that allow teachers to get their CEC credits without having to go outside of Columbia? Mm-hmm. Again, like making Columbia a place where you can get all of those things. And how can we be a part of that? Yeah. And there's not many Pilates instructors in Columbia, relatively right. speaking. So and maybe that's because people don't want to be police instructors. I don't know. Yeah. Or maybe it's because they don't see those opportunities that Caitlin was talking about mm-hmm. in, you know, in excess here. Mm-hmm. And so they don't feel like it's maybe the best place to be an instructor. So yeah. if we could open that window just a little bit wider, um, that would be really cool. Nice. Yeah. Cool. Okay. So then tell us your Instagrams, Facebooks, all that stuff. Yeah. So Instagram is at rise cola SC. So same as our email okay. address, um, same as our website. Mm-hmm. Um, and we don't really utilize Facebook probably as much as we should. Uh, but it's the same thing. It's at Rise Cola SC. It's kind of just a mirror of our Instagram at yeah. this point. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. Perfect. All right. Well, thank you for yeah. being on. We're excited Thanks, for it. Guys. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Here. We're here for the health of it. For the health of it.